Today's episode is brought to you by Open Mortgage, where better is possible. To learn more, visit openmortgage.com forward slash join hyphen us. FHA makes sweeping changes to its non-borrowing spouse policy for Hackums. Why would an advisor discuss reverse mortgages with their clients and lock in a stable income to overcome economic hardships? These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of May 10th. You're listening to Hackum World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for the reverse mortgage professional. Last Thursday, FHA announced sweeping changes to its non-borrowing spouse policy protections for home equity conversion mortgage borrowers in its mortgagee letter 2021-11. Lenders may choose to begin implementing the new rules immediately or on or after September 3rd, 2021, they will be required to adhere to the new MBS procedures. A concern for many is what happens when the borrower goes into a long-term care facility or health facility longer than 12 months while their eligible non-borrowing spouse remains in the property that secures the HECM loan. Now, the non-borrowing spouse can remain in the property indefinitely as long as they meet the conditions of the loan as specified in 24 CFR 20655. Now, what does that number mean? That particular section addresses the deferral of the due and payable status for a non-borrowing spouse, which originally required a legal transfer of property ownership within 90 days from the death of the borrower. Some noticeable protections are expanded as to who is deemed to be a non-borrowing spouse as well, even if the loan case number was before August 4, 2014. For example, one could have been in a committed relationship but not able to legally marry in their state, but if they married sometime prior to the borrower's death or moved to a healthcare facility, they are now eligible for non-borrowing spouse protections. And regardless of the date of the FHA case number, the 90-day deadline is going away. That means non-borrowing spouses are no longer required to have the property legally transferred into their name or to obtain the legal right to remain on the property after the death of the borrower. And perhaps most importantly, the Mortgagee Optional Election, or MO, is available for all HECM loans, even if the case number was assigned before August 4th, 2014. So why such sweeping changes now? An FHA single-family housing industry news publication, the agency said, these program changes should improve the efficiency and long-term viability of the program by aligning all HECMs, regardless of the case number assignment dates, under the same HECM mortgagee optional election assignment policies. And they added the changes will help to streamline the process, thus reducing administrative costs and eliminating disparities. Why would an advisor discuss a reverse mortgage with their clients? That's a question that was addressed in a recent webinar with Matt Kerfman of Richmond Brothers, Don Graves, the author of The Retiree's Guide to Housing Wealth, and Ed Slott, the author of New Retirement Savings Time Bomb. The session discussed how a reverse mortgage could be used for long-term care cost as a bridging strategy for risk and tax management and mortgage management. So reads the summary of a recent webinar, which discusses the five scenarios where a reverse mortgage strategy could solve for possible funding issues 
or even just for concerns in retirement. It says whether you're looking to keep your taxable income down or have concerns about long-term care or want to defer your Social Security benefits to let them grow or need to replace income or just looking for that extra buffer, it could be a strategy worth looking into, according to the presenters. And they did expound upon reverse mortgage concerns, such as the loan's complexity, cost, and equity consumption. In addition, many clients never ask their advisors about the loan or even feel that they need it. And compounding that challenge is that many advisors today continue to see a reverse mortgage only as a loan of last resort. Other strategies discussed were tax-preferred withdrawals, the strategic use of a Heckam's line of credit or principal limit. In addition, Don Graves illustrated the benefits of a Heckam borrower making voluntary payments on the loan, something I'm a big fan of, therefore increasing the available line of credit. And the webinar does show the incredible flexibility of a reverse mortgage when the planner and originators start to think outside the box. Now, if you're interested in viewing the session, Google this. Why would an advisor discuss reverse mortgages with their clients? Have you ever stopped to consider who makes these podcast episodes possible? Well, the answer is our sponsor, Open Mortgage, where better is possible. To learn more, click on their banner on this page or go to openmortgage.com forward slash join hyphen us. And in our last segment, lock in a stable income to overcome economic hardships. This comes from EdgeProp, a Hong Kong publication, and it says that elderly Hong Kongers should consider the government's reverse mortgage program to secure fixed and stable incomes during that city's worst recession on record and rising unemployment. The reverse mortgage program was introduced in Hong Kong in 2011 and is run by the Hong Kong Mortgage Corporation. It's eligible for those who are 55 and older to use their property to secure the loan. And borrowers just like here still own their properties and get a monthly payout throughout their lifetime or even over a fixed period of time, 10, 15, or 20 years. Wan Wing Yan, who is the managing director of Ria Court Mortgage Agency, said, The idea, the reverse mortgage is good. But the government needs to step up its promotion of the program and let the public know that it has this option. And she suggested that the government could pay property agencies to refer cases to banks. Currently, we do not have such a service, as we cannot make a profit from it, she said. The column quotes Adam Huey, age 60, who reverse mortgaged his home in 2019. He said he began to think about taking part in the program when he turned 65, but was delayed because most of the banks took their time in dealing with his inquiries. Only when I approached the Bank of China was my application approved within three months, he said. Before he got the reverse mortgage, he was paying about 20,000 Hong Kong dollars a month for his mortgage on his 400-square-foot flat in Huan Chai. Today, instead of making that payment, Hui now receives 13000 Hong Kong dollars a month, and he will receive that for the remainder of his life. Now, in the Chinese culture, it says it's important to pass things of value on to the next generation, but more people may opt for a reverse mortgage as those in their 30s and 40s grow old and perspectives on home and lives are changing. 
And that concludes another weekly episode of Heckin' World Weekly. Thank you for joining us. If you're on iTunes or elsewhere on the web listening to this broadcast, be sure to go to heckinworld.com. That's where you can find our latest breaking video commentary and analysis, our weekly articles, and our monthly Top 100 Heckam or Reverse Mortgage Lenders Report. Be sure to watch this week's episode of the Industry Leader Update, where we ask, is this the end of the Heckam to Heckam refinance boom? You're not going to want to miss it. Have a great week.